Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Becoming a good listener is important to leadership. Hi, this is Keith Tusi. So glad you could be with me at Leadership in Context. We're in lesson number three on lessons learned. This is taken from the 18th chapter of the book I recently wrote entitled The God Who Intervenes. And there's a chapter in there where I kind of make some conclusions and talk about lessons I've learned. And so we talked about anger. We talked about slowing down and smelling the roses, so to speak. And lesson number three, I want to talk about becoming a listener. Okay, now listen. Most A-type leaders are people that are fixers by nature. We're motivated to fix things. And we like people and we love people and we see brokenness in them. We want to figure out a way to fix that. We look at the world broken, and it is, and it needs to be fixed so that we want to do something about that. Now, for some of us, I'm not going to say everybody in my category, but for some of us, I would say even for most of us, that because we are fixers, we tend to get so focused on what we're going to do that sometimes we don't often hear people in the midst of that. That doesn't mean we don't love people. That certainly doesn't mean we're not compassionate. And in some ways, very much so. But the truth is that sometimes we can get so focused on the objective, we forget to really take time to hear people. And, uh, you know, the one thing I've learned about this younger generation, especially right now, is they really value being heard. And you know what's you know what's ironic? Now I value being agreed with. <laughs> if I speak two words and you agree with me, man, you're my, you're my you're my best friend. But if I speak paragraphs and you just listen, that doesn't have a high value to me. But you know what? Gee whiz! Thank God everybody's not like me. Most people I found out really value being heard. And what I'm finding out from younger men I'm interfacing with more and more is they value being heard. You don't even have to agree with them. I mean, I think they would like you to agree with them or they, they would like you to come to their side of the thinking. But if they really believe that you heard them, that you've processed this, that you've listened to this, then that opens their heart to listen to you and they believe you think highly of them even if you don't agree with them. Well, you know, that's not the way I'm wired. I mean, I'm not going to apologize for that, but I'm just telling you that's not the way I'm wired. But, you know, the world is not made to condition itself to how you're wired. So if you're going to plug in and you're going to be a difference maker You've got to figure out how that world is wired. Hey, let me tell you this illustration. And every married man here will laugh when I start this. So how many times has your wife approached you and said, let's talk about this? And it's like, well, didn't we talk about this last week or the week before, the day before, the minute before? You know, we we were discussing uh, last night, <laughs> last night, a project around our house. And Penny was explaining something to me as if, I had never heard her side of this, okay? And so what does that tell you? It tells you two things. It tells you, number one, that 
They value being heard rather than saying, well, I already heard that. In other words, I've already made my conclusion. Okay, I've already looked at the facts of this, which I have, in which I did, in which I've done thoroughly. And so we just assume that that lets us off the hook for being heard again. Now, I'm getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit wiser. So, okay, let me hear what's in your heart. Because they're not so much presenting facts. They're presenting their perception or what's in their heart or what they're feeling. And the fixer person jumps ahead and says, no, I already heard that. I already already got a conclusion there. I already got this handled. Okay. Uh, I'm just telling you, that's not a recipe for victory. All right. And it takes longer to really hear people, okay? And I'm suggesting to you, I'm, I'm, I'm actually more than suggesting to you that you, especially if you're a kind of a strong leader like I am who knows what they want to do and where they want to go, that you have to intentionally slow yourself down like I talked in the last podcast and really remind yourself that listening gets something accomplished. And by the way, you may even learn something and even get another fact. Now, here's what's amazing about this. I'm actually pretty good at doing it and asking the right questions and perceiving maybe what's in somebody's heart and drawing it out. But that doesn't mean that I automatically do it. Most times I've got to remind myself, okay, this is a time to listen. And I'll be honest with you, I think as a result of that, I'm a much better leader. I think that people around me and the people I interface with have a higher trust value, not because I have all the right answers and I can just quote a couple of scriptures or, or whatever it may be, but they perceive that I really have taken the time to listen to them and I'm really weighing and I'm really probably more than anything interested in their thoughts. What a concept here, okay? So learning to be a great listener, I think, is an art and a skill. And I think it's one that we can do intentionally and remind ourselves. I mean, there's an old saying, there is a reason why God gave you two ears and one mouth, okay? And the truth is that uh, I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm a speaker. Uh, that there's a motivation in my life to share and talk about what I believe is important. Otherwise, I'd be pretty poor at what I was doing. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be wasting your time talking to you right now if I didn't believe what I had to say was important. That doesn't make me arrogant. It just makes me passionate. But the other side of that is that there's a time where you don't need to talk. There's a time where you need to listen because you'll hear things that go beyond the facts. I can't tell you the number of times Penny and I may have been talking to somebody who was just sharing their heart with us, may have been talking to somebody that was in a crisis even, and after she'll say to me something that she heard them say that I, I'm going to be honest with you, completely missed. And it's not because I didn't hear those words. I didn't hear what they were trying to say. I didn't hear the emotion or the the emphasis they were putting on certain things they were explaining, maybe on certain words, because maybe I was too concerned about how I was going to answer them. How's that for honesty? 
And there's Penny sitting there just thinking about them and their heart and what they're going through. And she heard them at a different level than I did. Now, I'm going to be honest. I've gotten a lot better at this. I'm going to pat myself on the back. But it's because I've learned from other people. And I've had people come back to me that are close to me and say, man, you really, you know, heard my heart. Thank you so much. And uh, rather than, wow, you really had the best answer. Thank you so much. You know, based on my set of skills and based on my motivational gifts, having the right answer is a pretty high value in my system of operation. I mean, I, I think you can appreciate that to some degree. But how do you have the right answer if you really haven't heard the person's heart? And so that's one of the lessons, you know, that I think are learned as I, as I, as I wrote this book and I went through it. And, uh, you know, I told somebody recently after I, I wrote the book, I read the book. And literally, after reading everything after it was done, after the transcript was all done, there were dots in there that I connected. And one of those dots was listening is really important. And some of my greatest victories, it was because I listened, okay? And in some of my greatest failures, it was because I didn't listen. And sometimes when I didn't listen, I thought I was listening, and that's a recipe for disaster, Learn to be a good listener. Yeah, you want to polish your speaking skills, right? But polish your listening skills. Maybe if you're brave enough, ask a couple key people around you, am I a good listener? How do you think my listening skills are? So, hey, you know, that might be a little vulnerable, but it's one of the ways we grow and uh, there are a couple people that were in my life that challenged me about being a better listener. And so I think I've added that to my skill set. And what's interesting, from being a better listener, I ask better questions. And the old saying is, if you don't ask the right question, you're not going to get the right answer. But I know right now, I'll get comments from people saying, wow, that was a great question. I never thought of asking that question. Well, that didn't come because I read some book on how to ask great questions. It came from really slowing myself down, keeping my mouth shut, not feeling, and this is important to me, not feeling like we were wasting time hearing the third or fourth or fifth rendition of the same story when it was something that was very important to a person. And as a result of that, having God's wisdom now to ask a more penetrating question that maybe even verged on the gifts of the spirit, you know, a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge, that question coming out of that kind of spiritual flow rather than just intellectual or experiential. So really improve yourself on being a good listener. I believe it'll improve every area of your life, your ministry, your job, your family. Hey, thanks for being a good listener today. This is Keith Tusi, Leadership in Context. Today, Keith continued his discussion on lessons he's learned. He writes about them in his book, The God Who Intervenes, which is available at nrpastors.com. Learning to be a great listener is an art and a skill. It is something we can do intentionally. The old saying goes, there is a reason God gave you two ears, but one mouth. 
Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.